0: welcome to go write yourself the one and only podcast dedicated to telling you to get off your lazy behind and stop listening to this podcast and and go go write yourself yourself. i think i almost got that right
1: almost dude we worked it out it was pretty close well it's hard to do things when you're uh really really far away from your normal uh recording place
0: are we really far away from our normal recording place well
1: technically no but they don't know that exactly you'd have no way of knowing because Little
0: do you know that Blue Snowball here and I have yep. written all over
1: the freaking world. Yes, we certainly have. What countries have you written in? Have I written in? Uh, let me see. Portugal, uh, the UK, all over the UK, uh, Japan, Wait, the Mexico. Japan. Oh, okay. All we're, right. We, we're in the cities? UK. We're in the UK. Well, aside from Glasgow, just in case any listeners were wondering which of us, the Scottish one or the American one, was. Uh, a fish out of water it's me uh i'm I'm... a fish out of water even in glasgow though believe it or not well aren't isn't everybody i mean yeah (laughs) are you oh that's right you're from where are you from no i am actually i was actually born in glasgow oh okay Uh, if for anyone that wants (laughs)
0: astrology and wants to do my birth chart yeah Um, but like Uh, but yeah no i was just trying to banter
1: but yeah no that's fine like uh i've written glasgow's the biggest one but Mm -hmm. i did some writing in manchester uh in kind of I guess Lagos is the closest city in Portugal that I've mm. got not in Nigeria but in Portugal that's like kind of the closest area. Faro as well a lot of in the south of Portugal uh, and then all around Florida, Virginia kind of the east coast of the United States that's mostly most of the places where I've written is kind of around there. How mm. about yourself? You've you've kind of explored the world as well.
0: Yeah I guess most of my writing has been done in the UK Mexico, Costa Rica, India, and America. I have been in a few other places in the last few years, and um, I'm sure to bring my laptop with me. But
1: one thing that I would say is interesting about writing,
0: writing all over the world,
1: um, yeah if you haven't guessed we're uh doing the subject of how to be a digital nomad this, they, have, uh,
0: they don't even need to podcast. guess because the name of the title of the episode
1: comes up they their podcasting oh of course it does yes <laughs> 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 sorry we'll just cut that out <laughs> nobody needs no, but, to know Well you don't
0: know because maybe they just have it uh, on random play oh you know, yeah and so they has this just popped up in the background
1: They a four-hour four four drive
0: seat, and all of a sudden they went wait a minute this is relevant to me. I'm in
1: Farrell. I hear those two beautiful romantic voices and, oh, I can't help but stay awake and listen to them.
0: Correct. Yeah. a
1: good decision. I but did. stop touching
0: yourself. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. God, it's so. It's interesting because even traveling around um, the world
1: writing,
0: writing all over the world. Hello.
1: We have a guest. All oh, right. You. yes. Yes. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Josh to the podcast. Oh, my God. Hello, Josh. What are you doing today? Uh, crying. <laughs>
0: <How's> <laughs> That's what's a shame. Your, What's your experience of doing work in other countries? Uh, the language barrier is always difficult, but the food's good
1: okay there you go good advice excellent that is definitely a takeaway great that's good because i actually wasn't going to talk about the language barrier
0: well now uh, what about the blood brain barrier which is know, more, right. which is more of an impediment yeah it depends how much drugs you've taken don't do drugs <laughs> even doing drugs all over the world that could be our name oh yeah that'll be great right this isn't joe rogan yeah okay okay so where were we um yeah like it has changed the way that I interact with Glasgow because um I systematically scope out the the coffee shops near the place I'm living in in Glasgow and mm-hmm. spend some time at least visit each of them at least once and write there even the ones that I don't really like I, I might get around to and just do it once just to tick the box before I find my favorite places mm-hmm. and and part of the joy for me is to write and in all different cafes and 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 i kind of know where all the cafes are it is important to have
1: your little treasure map of good cafes right
0: and i never did that in glasgow before i traveled the world but this time i came back and i I have been doing it and it's been really fun and uh well if you want if you you could do this for an eternity in some cities like mexico city you could just keep on changing your airbnb just, oh, yeah. go, just go a few miles down the road, and then you've got a whole bunch of new cafes to systematically explore one by one. Absolutely. Uh, but you should you should see what my Google Maps app looks like with all the oh yeah being, all the little flags all, and all the little, little flags hearts. saying eh,
1: yeah want to go
0: love to go you know
1: I did start using those as like just places I know I could like stay pretty right. much like where uh that that's probably one of the biggest first challenges is if you are going to be traveling abroad and want to continue working is like where 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 do you stay and where will you be staying where you'll have like good access to wi-fi uh good access to uh you know somewhere safe and like sound where you could generally write does the city you're going to have uh public libraries Mm. Uh, are you going to be living in an airbnb or a Mm -hmm. tent yeah And
0: and then there's uh some places, booking.com is actually better than Airbnb. Mm. But some places, the best thing to do is get a place for two. This depends how remote it is. Like, I found in places like Mexico or Costa Rica, if you're going out to the beach or something like that, the best thing to do is book a place for two nights so that you can keep your stuff there on the first day after you get some sleep. Mm. And then kind of walk, same in a lot of places in India, maybe not the city, but maybe actually you could just. Uh, walk around and go into places and you get much better you get much better rates on a room from walking into a place than you would ever get on airbnb or
1: oh on an like acid significantly, acid significantly stuff. less i do find that when i'm traveling mm-hmm. is like people will often uh you'll, you'll get better deals when you make a when you make a connection when you, yeah exactly when and face to face definitely
0: a really great thing to do is go to events in
1: a, a city that you've gone to uh, that you go to make, oh, yeah. make some friends that's nice uh, i met you technically through an event uh, uh, when I first came to Glasgow, the, the very first, probably one of the very first things I did was uh, go to the fire spinning club. Oh, right. Okay, mm. cool. Yes, I, uh, right. audience, I'm also, make, I also also spin gonna, fire.
0: I was going to make a, a really off-color joke there <laughs> about how we met, but I think I'll just uh, put a
1: pin in it. We'll save it for later, um, yeah.
0: <laughs> so... Uh, that you you guys at home can just sit there and wonder. Yes, just imagine. Why are we not? That, we'll put it in the bonus material if you subscribe. Yeah, right? If you subscribe to us on Patreon, you get
1: our comedy reel. I
0: will I will put uh, I will personally send you the anecdote unless this is like years from now and I'm like super famous and getting hundreds and hundreds
1: and hundreds of emails. Yes, we can only hope.
0: Um, so, but but yeah, the the interesting thing you can make friends, you can make a romantic partners if you're single, and then. Um, when you revisit the place, you might have, you might even have somewhere to stay. Yeah. Someone had a spare room. Rocked up. Actually, if you if you're if you've got an online presence, you might have friends on Facebook. You type in my friends in Jacksonville yeah. or my, Florida or just my friends in Florida. Yeah. And then when you're coming to a city, you can t- you can send a message to people. Hey, do you know anyone in Orlando? Blah blah blah. Yeah. And then and then through friends of friends, you can meet people in places and uh they'll usually have, have like adventure. good
1: places yeah exactly go mm. on an adventure have a nice place to stay uh mm. do something that's like a little bit out of your comfort zone
0: i'm a, a known as you've uh, ousted me as a, a dirty libertarian oh yes uh, for, for my Certainly. right th- um, for all of those I'm, with
1: economic yeah, persuasions.
0: i've known i've been known in the libertarian community so that helps me because through the community i can say hey do you know any libertarians in such and such a city that i'm going to um, I can speak to organizers, and if they do, maybe even have a little event. I can. Um, I, I you know, have do before. Do speak to like libertarian
1: organizers and you know,
0: like? I've done that in the past, especially mm. when I first was doing my little tour, digital nomadic tour yes. of America. If I was going somewhere, I messaged the people I knew, and sometimes they even put on a little event. Not everyone there would have heard of me, but mm-hmm. if a couple of people had, that was good. Yeah. I could go do a few a little talk, try and flog my books. If I, if I had them, I, uh, or if I could get them sent in, just have a beer with people, talk. Yeah. That meant if I went back to that same city, I'd know You'd 10 have friendly people. people, I'd know a bunch of people. And mm. uh, not, you know, because out of an event that's got 15, 20 people, you might click with one or two people. Yeah. So I found that was a really good way to make contacts. And then the next time you're there, if someone can pick you up from the airport, especially somewhere like America, you know, you're selling oh,
1: like makes your life so much $25,
0: easier. $30, $40, $50 on an Uber yeah. just for someone picking you up from the airport. And it's if, nuts. If someone can put you up for one night, um, That's then, so much money then, saved. Yeah, yeah that's like $60, $70 bucks on an Airbnb maybe. So it maybe. makes a tremendous difference to have friends and get good at Context. making friends.
1: Yes. So that's definitely a thing that uh, uh, that you should look for first. I think if you... If you are already writing and you are already uh, kind of, if writing is your job and you do know that like this is this is what you're doing, like you talk to the community more. Mm. And uh, when I went to the Edinburgh Film Festival, mm. I put like a thing out on mm. the group chat for mm. the, the little clickbait mm. website I write for mm. and they all uh there were like three or four people that were living in the UK right? even though it's an American-based yeah. company I put the word out to like anybody in the UK are you around are you do you live close to Edinburgh and then you can meet up with them and mm-hmm. then so I think mm-hmm. that's the first
0: and thing. you got some accommodation through a friend during the Edinburgh Fringe Festival which is exp- incredibly expensive it is to, it, for accommodation if I so was in a, a hotel it would be
1: much harder yes oh, almost impossible yes
0: and um, so these these like yeah get on communities when i was in puerto vallarta there was a group on on the on facebook for writers so or or and there was a group for digital nomads so if there isn't a meetup create one get on the local
1: yeah the group. community is already yeah, huge you know
0: there might be a yoga group there might be a whatever you're into you know and post hey I'm, I'm, I'm hosting a meetup you know for writers or I'm posting a meet-up because maybe writers, your writing's your side hustle or your hobby uh, for digital nomads. I'm hosting a meet-up for entrepreneurs. I did that.
1: Or even if you're just honest and you say like, I've never been to this place before. Mm. This is the first time mm. I'm trying mm. the digital nomad. Well, thing. I want
0: to meet friends. Yeah. yeah.
1: Or even you just get advice mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. people come back to you with advice. Mm-hmm. But it's all about making connections, isn't
0: it? Connections. Yeah. I, I, I didn't even think of this, how important that is before we um, started the thing I, I was just I'm just scheduling different where Where am I going to be here where am I going to be there for my next trip yeah. and uh, and only today I just messaged someone saying hey I'm going to be in Mexico City from this state to this day Um, you know do you think I, I, I could stay with you for some of that and they're like oh you know they were enthusiastic about the idea so you yeah. just never you, like I kind of liked staying in different Airbnbs in Mexico City because it meant I get got to explore different parts of the city mm. but hey I can always jump first of all that's already less money I'm paying for accommodation over those nights so if I want to Uber out to a different part of the city um it's more than covered by the by the money I've
1: saved on accommodation so um yeah I when I was in Barcelona uh I did uh, I did something off of uh, Couchsurfer, mm-hmm. which is like, oh, uh, well, yeah. it's is like Airbnb. Still going? I don't know if it's still going. I, I'll have to check. I haven't been to Barcelona in quite some time, but uh, it, it's like Airbnb, but for the slightly more adventurous mm. uh, and the slightly more destitute. <laughs> uh, so I met somebody through there that I still talk to to this day. And uh, he was able to put me up. And then when he couldn't put me up anymore, he was able to recommend a very, very cheap hostel that uh, I got in and saved a lot of money for. But uh, along with not only like being able to work off of his Wi-Fi and being told these are the cafes uh, to go to, because oftentimes, especially when you're in Europe, you'll find that there are parts of the city that are more geared towards travelers and kind of expats and uh, people who are uh, non-native to that place. So you'll find there's like the touristy section, obviously, and then the local section, and then this part there where it's like just people that like live their life this way and that have been traveling for some time that aren't, you know, aren't tourists but mm. aren't locals either. So you you end up getting that like nice niche of of uh people that mm. you can relate to mm. that like are traveling mm. with you. So you get to you get to kind of like a fine if if you feel alone, which a lot of times digital nomads do mm-hmm. because and it's completely understandable. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can find that there are more people out there doing this than you think there are.
0: Right. And and that and it depends where you are as well. I mean somewhere like Mexico City is very very popular for digital nomads and there's coffee places for them and and they they serve good coffee there if you're a coffee enthusiast which many of us are (laughs) um but but then there's places like say new delhi which is not known for that and that's more of a challenge but if you go to the you can you can find out where the trendy coffee or can I Hipster cafes are, hmm. and then you're, if you're not a
1: fan of Starbucks, th-
0: yeah. I, I mean, like, I would, yeah, Starbucks, uh, some of the Starbucks would be an example of somewhere where you're more likely to meet people from, um,
1: but it's definitely a safe a, bet, you yeah, know, yeah, like, from a
0: more like you are, you're, you I don't know, I know, say you, this know in politically you have a acceptable way, but like people who are, um, the same kind of age group, the same level of education. Um, and, and whatnot you know that's part speak, of that digital you know, nomad community yeah yes yeah, so the I, language
1: barrier definitely yeah is, personally is i'm not a, a great
0: lover of starbucks but i did check in a couple of times to see if it was populated by you know people in their 20s and 30s and early 40s hipsters <laughs> but you know there um there are you a, anything that's kind of like an eco cafe or like veggie vegan star tea place, houses, tea houses then yes. you're more likely to meet um people who are sitting there with their laptops and yeah and um, because well,
1: the biggest thing when you're traveling is like you don't you don't want to be alone mm, you know you want to meet people you want to meet people and uh when you're getting your work done and uh you have that like the wi-fi the uh the people and the place i think are like the three most important things uh that you're going to be looking for and even though starbucks is like generally a safe bet all across the United States, if that's where you're going, um, mm. you know some of these other places. Uh, yeah, you do want to check in to see if they they have the right population.
0: Yeah, you can you can type in co-working spaces and you can yeah. explore those in in a city. Again, or like... a
1: lot of times, if you find people reviewing the Wi-Fi mm. online, if you like mm. look up reviews for the restaurant mm. or the the cafe, and you find people like not necessarily talking about the coffee mm-hmm. but talking about the wi-fi instead mm-hmm. that might be yeah, a place where like right. a lot of people are going yeah
0: and, and the, there's artisanal places where i don't know if that um where they, if you're a little bit cooler the,
1: than the rest of everyone
0: they they like to write that on the map and then you might kind of find people who are um sorry to say but sometimes if you pay a little bit more money for the the coffee or something like that that attracts a certain Demographic of people who might true. who might be more in your like the kind of people that you'd want to meet because yeah. when you're going to a poor country that obviously counts unfortunately.
1: Um, I mean, I used to I used to go to the French Monkey when I lived uh, kind of a little on the other side of Southside. They should be uh, paying some ads here. Yeah. They really should. It's uh-huh. okay. We'll get them to we'll get them to pay for the sponsorship. We'll at stop mentioning their name.
0: At, at least they can put us on Patreon. They can subscribe to our Patreon. They'll yeah. subscribe
1: to our Patreon. <laughs> but uh, I used to go in there because I think uh, a cup of coffee was like fifty p more than right. uh, than what I would be getting other, than other than local places. I noticed that. Places. That's but, why
0: some people don't go there
1: yes but uh but i like to go there
0: mm. on sunday
1: on sundays when uh because i like the music they played mm. they played really good music mm-hmm. and uh that just that just generally made my day better mm. if i was like kind of relaxed in that day i didn't have too much to get done i could go there enjoy myself have a nice little time. They also had fresh bread on Monday mornings Mm. uh, that they got brought in uh, from a bakery. So it was a very comfortable, very nice place to to do that. I could go, if I was like freaking out, Mm -hmm. I would go to um, that other place, Grain and Grind all right because they would give you free refills oh did I, I see i went there and i thought their coffee they were a bit more expensive
0: but i didn't realize that they give free refills that's but i key. just don't need that in my life because 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 i'd be all jittery i am i i am i get so jittery and <laughs> um, like i know i should only have one coffee a day and i usually have two so that's already pretty bad um but maybe i'll start doing a half half decaffeinated half regular these are just me musing aloud, but that is a good thing. How do you choose your the place you sit in? One thing we yeah. went is the kind of places where you meet pe- the kind of people you want to talk to. Mm. And I did make friends even in New Delhi by doing that. Then there's places that open late. I used to go to this place because, you know, I'd, I'd just get a juice there for whatever it is, you know, three bucks U.S. or two pounds or whatever mm. before bed. I didn't want to have any more caffeine at that point. But, you know, they put some stuff through the juicer and I felt like I was getting my enzymes in and doing something healthy for, yeah, yeah. healthy for myself before bed. in your system out. There there are some places openly later than others. And um, the ambience, you know, I tried a lot of places. One thing is in Mexico, a lot of the local places, they look beautiful. So many places have great decor and that makes a difference. But their coffee was terrible. Whereas when I, I don't usually prefer chains, the chains tended to be the places that you could rely on to get a good coffee Mm. because maybe it's, you know, maybe that's why they were a chain. Maybe that's why they were successful. Uh, And uh, again, in in New Delhi, I found there's a couple of chains there. One's uh, blue Tokai and the other one is third wave coffee. I think it is interesting. Um, they, They both did excellent coffee, you know, and again, they're, they're a bit more expensive. So they're where, where you're likely to meet like trendy people and, things like that so w- what else might go into
1: well i'd say if you're not a person a that uh that can afford a coffee every mm-hmm. day yeah or, that's, a, that's a big deal we're not a big coffee yeah. drinker yeah just that that is if you are really uh kind of uh, scraping by as, as some people do. Why don't you get a do.
0: normal job?
1: Yeah, yeah, right. You, you freaking waste Yeah, stuff. stop. Yeah, why aren't you I mean, like stop
0: being a digital
1: nomad and get a job and put some money on the table? Yeah, wash some dishes and sweep some floors. Why <laughs> don't you? Um, no, but if you can't, yeah, if you can't afford it's a coffee, a minimalist life.
0: Huh? Yeah, sometimes there's lefty places that have got all sorts of revolutionary flags and things like that. And you can sit
1: those can, are always good. yeah like anarchist you, you can sit in there with yeah.
0: the other bums that don't want to get <laughs> <Yeah>. a job. <laughs> you fucking lefty. Definitely. Mm. Uh, uh, those you, are the those I are my
1: favourite. <laughs>
0: communists. Yeah. That's no, no, that's not even an, an uh, uh insult at this point, because they go, Yeah, I'm a communist. Yeah, but yeah. You can sit it. in those places for hours and not buy anything. Everyone else does. Yeah, it's great. Mm. Uh
1: or I was going to say public library.
0: Oh yeah, you did. You did mention been yes. written many times at the public library.
1: I do enjoy uh, a good public library when mm-hmm. there is one available. Mm-hmm. Um, the the two uh, I like in Glasgow are uh, the Langside Library, which mm-hmm. is uh, just over. You that I've still not been yes. there to to write. Beautiful garden, mm-hmm. um, absolutely beautiful garden in springtime, and they have uh, lots of. Uh, lots of tables, big big space, excellent comic book and graphic novel section, um, and they uh, but there aren't a lot of uh, outlets. Oh yeah, that makes a difference. So if you know you're working, part of the part of the deal is definitely go in there early and get in a seat with a good outlet next to it.
0: Yeah, charge your phone. Oh, charge your charge your, charge your
1: computer th- before you go out.
0: Definitely. And then uh,
1: if you know how long when, you're staying,
0: when it runs out of battery go do you know what it's time for me to take a walk around the block that's oh. what i do oh that's I a good take idea good walk around the block make sure my circulation is good and that way i don't deteriorate in health
1: at least not because i sat down too much certainly not it's it's a great idea to do that i think that uh if nothing else that's an excellent sign to take when uh when you're working a little bit too much or too hard because some of us are a bit workaholics in that sort of sense uh we do take Forget to take a moment to ourselves in that uh, in that way, uh, but the libraries, uh, the the family shops, the uh, the mom and pop cafes, uh, you definitely want to avoid uh, sucking up all their electricity. That's another thing you could think about. Is uh, the chains the chains? I'd say are fine. You know, take all that electricity from Starbucks that you want to, but. Uh, you know, if you're going into, you know, Carl's local cafe, you know, maybe maybe charge your computer at the hostel or uh, somewhere else you're staying before you head in there. Um, yeah. Just in case.
0: It's an interesting thing the way that see if, if people put a notice up saying uh, no no laptops here when it's busy. That kind of deters, it successfully deters me from going like I'll, yeah i'll go in and sit in once but i just don't feel welcome there so i don't go back
1: um, i don't want to take up the seat either because sometimes sometimes you're sitting oh, at I a mean, place where it's like four chairs and you're like yeah ah.
0: when i do that uh when i have done that because it's what's available as soon as a smaller table becomes available i, I usually jump across to the smaller table. I'm yeah. Courteous. Only once did I have someone come over and tell me to get out because I was really uh, yeah because it was uh um that's happened to me as well. He told me he told me you can't hot desk here. Hot he desk. literally that means plug your stuff in and use it as a desk. Ah. He told me um he he actually took the coffee up from me. Ooh. Uh actually, which I thought was really rude. And that does
1: seem very rude. Uh,
0: it made me think. I was like. I'm not taking any up all your table obviously this is traumatic so this podcast my therapy session <laughs> it was like i'm not taking any up i'm like you've got more spaces it's not like i'm i he's like this place needs to pay my rent and i was like yeah but you've got spaces and he was like i hey, won't for long I, yeah but i've got lunch coming in soon he was so rude and mm-hmm. i thought you know do you know what see if you just said hey man uh, i'm gonna have to leave ask you to leave shortly because i've got lunch coming in so i'm gonna need the table I would be like, oh, yeah, totally no problem
1: yeah. uh, um,
0: whatsoever. But uh, it is weird. So some... You do
1: run into those places that are a bit more...
0: Yeah, some places just somehow I feel unwelcome there. Yeah. So that's one thing about writing in public places.
1: That's a big thing about uh, doing that is uh, that's also part of choosing your place wisely, I would say. Uh, definitely getting to a place where you know like, this is like a, just a genre of cafe where they will, like, they expect people to come there. They expect people to, you know, sit down and write their screenplays or, and, you know, buy some coffee. And they rely on that sort of business. And there's other places that, uh, that don't. Uh, I was, uh, sitting in a cafe, uh, not like maybe about a month ago where, uh, the woman who, oh, well, I sat down and I opened my laptop, totally empty. Uh, the place was completely empty. And uh, the woman kind of who owned the place came over to me and says, like, I'm sorry. Uh, she was very courteous about it, actually. Mm-hmm. She said, I'm sorry, we don't uh, we don't allow laptops in here. Uh, but this was because she had a, she owned a cafe that was right next to two other cafes. Right. So she was, she's very nice. She said, you know, oh, this place and the place next to it both, like are very good for uh people that want to work and uh do this sort of thing and i was like okay that's nice that's uh i can tell that the attitude of this sort of this diner this restaurant is more of a social one and they don't want someone kind of like sitting there and staring into their laptop while other people are trying to relax and like have a good time and chat with yeah. the, the people in the in the, in the the diner.
0: And then some places deliberately don't have ports just to deter people like us. Mm. And then there's other places where it's kind of like, uh, I, I only saw one place. First of all, see when they put those plugs into the ports and block them off. I always think they're kind of assholes. I'm like... <laughs> <you>
1: know, <laughs> I can take those, I think those plugs out. Yeah, yeah it's
0: really, it, it just makes me feel unwelcome but maybe i am unwelcome the other thing is um there's a place near here i really like where they do that and they have a sign that says um you can bring your laptop but please don't plug plug it in basically Hmm. and i i wonder if that's because the electricity affects how they run their business or if it's just because they're thinking well if people can bring their laptops that limits the amount of time they can stay here because it's limited to the length of their battery life
1: well like like it's probably a little bit of both Mm -hmm. i think because grain and grind has a sign that says you know please uh like laptop workers please only stay for like three hours or something Mm -hmm. like that they don't enforce it but uh yeah i mean that's and then three hours is pretty reasonable
0: to be honest to only buy one coffee
1: that sounds yeah, yeah. that sounds fair for me wait, two hours is like i have rinsed air. that place i have mm. stayed there for you know the whole day sometimes six seven hours and gotten four refills <laughs> on my americano and just like taken them for a, a ride yes they're 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 a big chain though so i don't feel bad about it um but other places like Spill the Beans, also a big chain. Mm -hmm. Uh, Yes, uh, they, or medium-sized chain, I'm not sure. But they have uh, a million and a half uh, laptop people in their cafe all the Mm. time. And it is- Contributes to the atmosphere. It does contribute to the atmosphere. There's like one section of it that that is very social and you have people talking. And another section, they have like six small two-person tables that can sit and they all have plugs underneath of them and they're like this is the the fucking area yeah and it's very nice how they separate it like this their wi-fi is terrible but Mm. you know it's
0: really bad in there
1: yeah but if you go like you know uh where you should be sitting and what kind of uh how you contribute to the environment there and they're prepared for it they 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 know that like this is part of the game that they're playing so that's Mm. that's kind of what they want from you
0: yeah so they're it's kind of like people who want certain insects to be attracted to their garden, yes. put certain plants, certain flowers, and exactly. certain species. We are the ladybugs, <laughs> and
1: they are the, uh, I, I have no idea what attracts ladybugs. I'm not a biologist. Uh,
0: okay, so let's do a, a little bit of uh, background here, because th- it's quite interesting to me. Okay. Did you all, First of all, I've got a few questions for you. Did you always want to be self-employed?
1: Oh. Yeah. Uh, no, I think uh, perhaps even now I'm worried about mm. being self-employed mm-hmm. uh, because I do find it difficult. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, and I would much rather kind of uh, work for you know a TV show mm-hmm. or some type of maybe mm-hmm. like a video game studio or something mm-hmm. that has a writer's room.
0: Mm-hmm. Where, well, that sounds good. I'd like that.
1: Yeah, that would be pretty sweet. It'd be I I'd have a lot of fun. But I want, I do want steady employment, where, because mm-hmm. uh, I mean, the struggle is a struggle, and yeah. you're out there every day, uh, and that's, you know, kind of the golden goose mm-hmm. uh, that you're looking for mm-hmm. is someone that is willing to hire you. Mm-hmm. But I want to do this so badly mm-hmm. that, uh, you know, I'm not going to go back to washing dishes mm-hmm. and uh, kind of being in the back of the restaurant. Right. Like I, I don't, I'm not going to, I can. I know now that i can support myself doing this kind of work Mm. and and living digitally nomadically Mm -hmm. right
0: yeah that's the thing you know you can go to you could go live in ecuador or colombia or india or um the uh, any vietnam cambodia any number of places that have good enough internet where the cost of living is very, very low. I mean, somewhere like India, if you have a modest living, you can live like a
1: king. Really, the food's so amazing. Yeah. You know, so yeah. So, so this is this is what I want. You know, I I I don't mind being self-employed simply because of uh because the nature of my employment isn't important. It's mm-hmm. the passion I have for mm-hmm. writing mm-hmm. and the quality of the life I get out of it. Mm uh and mm, that i can do that how about did you always want to be self-employed
0: i knew that i didn't not necessarily but i knew i didn't want a rat race kind of job i I wanted to do something i was passionate about Uh, and uh, it does uh, i I wish i'd done because see before i'm uh, also i'm a counselor so that's my main source of income alongside my writing stuff so that creates uh, some stability but before that I was a piano tutor so in some way i have had jobs you know in a um convenience store news agent for those who are of a scottish persuasion <laughs> um and whatnot you know factory this that but um worked at, for the tax office for a while which is ironic given i turned out to be a (laughs) libertarian um well now we know why but yeah yeah exactly yeah Yeah, actually seeing how public institutions run and how inefficient they are will make anyone a little bit more libertarian except for someone who actually wants to just benefit from being in that uh pushy position um so but I kind of feel like I wish I'd done more jobby jobs, not for a long time, mm-hmm. but some something, you know, I think six months in a bar, six months in a cafe, six months in a restaurant would have been good because if you've done it, you feel like competent. For a long time when I became self-employed, I was like, what, like, how would I even get a job now? I've got like nothing on my resume, uh, you know, that shows any employment. So we're coming on to some of the disadvantages of being a d- d- digital nomad uh, in terms of, a resume or something like yeah, that.
1: It is an entirely you, different you game know, to play as uh, a freelancer. Once,
0: you're, once I was at, well, I felt like I was locked in. I felt like I might just like, you know, to have a little 16 hour weekend and, or during the you know, shift job, yeah. just to give me more stability. Yeah. But I felt so de-skilled from not having done enough employment that I wasn't sure how I'd even get a position. Anyway, so that's just one thing that that concerned me from time to time. But I did. But so next question. How, oh, sorry. Did you have something to come back? No, to? no,
1: no, no, no. That's a fair story. Uh-huh. I'd say like uh, uh, that's that's an interesting feeling. Uh, mm-hmm. Feeling locked in like that. That's mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Uh, curious. You felt that mm-hmm. way. I felt mm-hmm. very free when I when I decided to be like
0: that. Well, in many ways, I feel very free. You know, I feel very privileged to live this lifestyle. I'm so glad that I've got to see so many places and. But I learned to explore a place because when I started traveling I didn't know how to explore a new city mm. you know um
1: now you definitely now have I, now There's I, a method
0: there there's I didn't know that it was a skill I didn't know that it was a bunch of skills oh yeah so big skill so there's so many skills there that you learn from from traveling mm-hmm. one skill you learn is to not lose your shit if you lose your bank card or your phone or something go, or booking doesn't go wrong or, or you run out of mobile phone data or yeah. the flight gets cancelled at yeah. short notice yeah. or these things happen when you travel and when they first happen you freak out oh god it yeah. happened enough times you kind of just get stoked about it and you, you, you sort of to learn your
1: like to, you sort of learn to realize that like yes these things freaking out happening. does not help freaking out doesn't help like it's not going to find you a place once to stay once
0: i lost my card and i already started going well, okay, so I can meet that person tomorrow and when I meet them, I can PayPal them some money and then when they PayPal, when they give me the cash, then I can do this one, right. and I can cancel the card and I can get it. You some, have to have uh, a plan. Like, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. You know, so your mind starts to work differently under a crisis. So that's one of mm. the, the benefits of being more flexible. So I'm wondering how you became a digital nomad.
1: Well, uh, I wasn't always uh, a digital nomad. Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel like I just started out as a regular nomad. Oh, okay. Uh, and then the digital part kind of worked its way in there. Ah, uh, that's interesting. Yeah, because I was all, I was the other way around. I was already kind of digital, but I wasn't nomadic. Then you made the nomadic interesting. Oh, so well, this is gonna t- be fun. Yeah, let's trade yeah. stories. Okay. Well, um, I uh wasn't always a writer when I s- decided to start traveling. Um, when I did uh kind of move away from... I had, I had moved out of home, obviously, for a long time and uh, lived mostly kind of around the Virginia area, uh, but eventually I decided... Uh, I I kind of saw some family members doing it and uh, some other people that I, I liked and they had good stories, so I decided to do kind of like a big thing that a lot of travelers do um, uh it it just kind of like to get them started or to like put Mm. it on their resume and that's hike the appalachian trail Mm. which i think a lot of people who travel uh you know say like now oh that's not you know that's not that impressive but obviously Mm. to someone who's not done it who's not done it yeah
0: like for one example the first time i went to india was for six weeks yeah and to me that sounds seemed like so much time yeah but earlier on at the beginning of this year i had seven weeks in india yeah and i was like thinking oh shit that's not a lot of time i'm gonna have to squeeze everything in it's gonna be so hard
1: yeah right I mean, so your, complete, your perspective changes entirely in
0: perspective seven weeks didn't sound like long Absolutely. at all.
1: and this on the appalachian trail i was like uh, I'm gonna have everything I need on my back. I won't know where I'm sleeping that night. Um, I might not have enough food between towns. Like mm-hmm. I have to plan out all this stuff and kind of learn, uh, you know, how to survive. But like, thank God, like the Appalachian Trail is one of the best places to do it because uh, there's a million people mm-hmm. hiking it. Everyone's in the same and condition. And everyone can help one another. And right? everyone helps one so, another.
0: That's another thing. It's good to get your toe in and yeah. learn li- and do little trips and learn some things about travel
1: it was a very good way mm-hmm. to uh introduce me to the beginnings
0: yeah uh kind Someone of, should a, make of a style. like so if, if if you if you could monetize this somewhere. that's the sort <laughs> that's the hard thing about living today there's so many things you could do that would be of value to so many people mm. but they're hard to monetize like i i, I thought of doing a Digital Nomad's Guide to New Delhi, like just three
1: articles or something like oh, that. Oh, writing it like specific to a city is a good yeah, idea. Yeah,
0: but I mean, how do you, who's going to pay me any money for that? So it was kind of hard to prioritize that over other things. I bet you could find people, um, but, yeah, yes, maybe, yeah, maybe, yeah, maybe you're right. Um, so the thing is, yeah, the, th- the funny thing is the monetary value to a digital nomad may be something like that could actually save them a couple of hundred bucks if they just read an article that took five or ten minutes oh absolutely and yeah you know yeah. try and get um a couple of hundred bucks out of someone to pay you to write such an article it's not um let alone a, people you, who you're talking about it pitching it. it
1: beforehand i think yeah exactly yes. I so think, yeah. this
0: is a weird thing uh, relevant to you guys as writers yeah. which is which is, you know, you need to be in writing for the love. Don't get me wrong, I do tons of stuff for free, but the thing is, that would have been at the expense of the the stuff. I would. It definitely I, would have I, taken I would, a long time. Yeah, I have I have put a bunch of notes down, but yeah, um, whether they'll ever see the light of day or not still remains to be seen. So, sorry, I, I think I got a little bit sidestream. That's bit. fine.
1: That's fine. So what so I'm like saying perspective.
0: is, it would be good for for someone to write about these kinds of things, like how to put your foot in travelling. Yes. Yeah. Go and experience the New York or the London underground. Choose random places and see if you can get around yeah. to them. Yeah, it you will know, like make, you know, like
1: make you know, design challenges for you. Yeah, design. God, subways are yeah. sometimes the hardest thing. Yeah, like, yeah, yes.
0: Yeah, design challenges for people. To increase their confidence with this kind of thing.
1: That would be very fun. I I would love to do that actually. Uh, but I think, uh, but like you were saying, that does change your perspective as as you mm-hmm. continue traveling. You know what once seemed insurmountable, you realize, oh, everybody's doing this. Mm-hmm. Uh, all the only thing that was kind of blocking me was my own fear mm-hmm. of true, true. Uh, yes.
0: And like you know, get like I remember being terrified of having my suitcase stolen if I fell asleep on a bus in oh, India. Yeah. Yeah, but but it's like, no one's going to do that in India. I mean, don't, I don't want to say no one because well, I don't jinx anyone. It is, but sometimes so, it does happen. So rarely happens. Whereas yeah. like, you know, you'd be more scared of putting your wallet, you shouldn't leave your wallet on the table or phone on the table anyway. Oh, but yeah. somewhere like Mexico, you know, you're more, people will go, oh, 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 don't, don't leave that there. Don't leave that there. Mm-hmm. Whereas in India, in a lot of places, I'm not saying everywhere, no one would dream of taking it, so no one would even say, oh don't leave your phone leave on the table when you go to the toilet. I know? think
1: that's the other thing is that you find out that that most people, 90% mm-hmm. of humanity does actually turn out to be good. Yeah, exactly. Like there's nothing to fear about the stranger on the uh-huh. street, yeah, you know, for except part. for New York. A lot of Everyone in will... New York is an asshole. A lot of don't...
0: people will help you. Yeah, forget sorry. that, yeah. Yeah, you're right. Um, a lot of people will <laughs>
1: Yes. But a lot of people will well, help you. The thing is, yes. it only
0: takes one asshole to ruin a good trip, though. Yes. So, you know, you, I have been, I have had my stuff stolen. They, exploit, they exploited my greatest weakness. Woman, I was off getting <laughs> off with some girl <laughs> on the beach. Oh, my. Because she left her stuff. Um, I thought oh, well, I, I could get. leave my stuff, too. But she
1: didn't have anything valuable in her stuff. I met I a girl that let me stay in her, like, five-star resort right.
0: uh it's good to be able to pull yeah <laughs> yeah, know, yeah that it helps
1: a lot for all you americans out there to pull is the uh, scottish slang verb uh to get with a uh, girl to get with to hook up okay. uh yeah
0: it definitely helps
1: i'm sorry there, there's mo- <laughs> being extremely apart- handsome is definitely a benefit <laughs> apart
0: from <laughs> the fact that being charming is inherently fun and enjoyable like being able to get with a girl, like, not only opens you up to having a nice relationship while you're traveling, but they can help you with stuff because you've got local knowledge or whatever. Yeah, so it's or practice. anyone. It's if you're lot, not attracted to women, it's a lovely experience. The, the person that hooked me up in was,
1: Barcelona is a, was a man, and yeah, I had an excellent time with him. Picking up with him, yeah. Yes, yeah, I met him. So what if you did? Far, far out in the, the woods. woods.
0: This is not a homophobic program.
1: Certainly not. So. I, 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 but hooking up with anyone, finding, getting a Even little romantic a fun, interest yeah. is just a part of it the adventure.
0: It, it makes it so, spe- it makes the trip so special if you
1: can do that. Absolutely. Um, I have so, some lovely stories, but yes, exactly. don't, we'll but the point is, the don't be, bonus feature. yeah, the bonus features, the the, the romance bonus, and the comedy no, reel. The owner feature. The bo- oh, ba-da-ba-ba-da-ba. <laughs> uh, anyway, um, <laughs> the, <laughs> The the point is uh is don't be afraid to talk to strangers. Mm, definitely. Yes.
0: You see when your mum said don't talk to strangers she was a fucking idiot. Yeah. Ignore <laughs> it.
1: <laughs> don't talk about my mom that way. <laughs> I love your mom.
0: Yeah, I know you uh, do. Sorry, I actually yeah. met uh, I've met Ted. Sorry.
1: Blue, Snowball, Blue Ted. snowballs. Blue snowballs. We, we've we've talked yeah. we've said our names a few already.
0: times. So yeah. she, She's a, she's a lovely woman and I even met her. Yeah. she actually went to when he was
1: traveling. Yeah.
0: Yes yeah and went out for for dinner with my then at the time girlfriend and and we had a whale of a time a whale it was very day. enjoyable Lovely. so thank you for having a nice mom absolutely now um my story um if you're finished your one absolutely so yeah i guess uh, i was when around the time I was studying to be a counselor I was kind of taken by the whole enter like I, I as on online communities and self help and listening to stuff and uh, i kind of like the idea of working online and putting up being becoming a content creator and getting clients was kind of cool to me and i did want to write there but I was so freaking procrastinatory see a previous episode about that yeah that i didn't write an awful lot even though i had lots of good ideas or at least i couldn't freaking finish anything i still have trouble finishing things uh big projects but um yeah i mean looking back what i would have done then would have just you know got the normal discipline right half an hour a day no matter what doesn't matter what it is don't be too filled don't be too filtered and I would have got faster at writing quicker um but anyway so I was I thought you know coaching online programs counts uh, helping people become a content creator and and things like that appealed to me but when I finished um the other thing I do is I do Uh, workshops and and self-help workshops in Edinburgh, Glasgow, and people would come along and get clients that way. And then I kept on moving, like Edinburgh to Glasgow, moved back to Edinburgh, back to Glasgow. So a lot of my in-person clients fell by the wayside or went online. And then I had mostly clients from the internet and and people that i previously seen in person and and uh, I I went to India a couple of times but back then I didn't know about digital nomad life I didn't know how easy it was to get a local sim card very important oh yeah first thing to do whenever you land anywhere get a local sim card first thing you should do first thing and then and then and then, a lot of places it's much cheaper for data than it is in the uk or especially the us where it's really expensive for data
1: oh yeah i pay much less here than i do in the us
0: yeah it's really expensive there so that makes it easy but i didn't know about this stuff i mean india had the best comms technology in the world for for um uh you know i don't know ten dollars seven pounds fifty you you could get one gig a day on a sim card in india wow. way before you could get anything like 30 gig a month in the uk or america really? years before so i went on retreats and that set my work back and then i'd pick it up and it, it was confusing to do it online with the computer but eventually i just got and um, actually the, i think the thing that tipped it over was the pandemic of bullshit shit times yes uh, like that uh, swept the earth which Finally turned me into digital nomad because it was already eighty percent online. Yeah, I think by that time I had worked with a local SIM card in India. Yeah, but by this point it I was, was stuck like,
1: in Portugal for that time. Oh,
0: you were. Yeah, and then uh, it was like uh, okay, I went to Mexico and uh, I didn't come back for eighty. I, I went didn't come back for eighteen months. I was in America. I was in, but I think the main thing was it was already eighty percent online, hmm. so it wasn't that much of a leap to go, to put the last 20% of my clients that were in-person on, on into yeah. online. It does help to have the infrastructure,
1: that is important. If you do have in-person clients or, uh, you know, that sort of uh, facility
0: mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. with your mm-hmm. working,
1: it is it's it is harder to make the leap, obviously. Mm-hmm.
0: And I, I'd been writing prior to that, I, I was 16, uh, 2019, I think it was over a month in India, came came back traveled a bit that was in France I think I only came back here for two weeks I had a couple of trips I had a conference in Austria and as soon as all that commitment stuff I went straight back out to India for another month and to me I was like when I came back at the end of December just in time for New Year's in January I was like oh I'm so tired from all that traveling when really it was just that period kind of like so, over that period, I was definitely writing in cafes, a big part of my activities, as well as you know, exploring yoga and stuff like that. so so that was me set up, kind of like it was I was in I was back in Scotland. It went into lockdown. I worked really hard for a few months during the lockdown. and then it opened up again, and my girlfriend who you, who you met who I met yeah. with my mum, yeah. came over for a visit. It was going very well, so I went over. To visit her in Florida, but because of the COVID regulations, mm-hmm. I had zero interest in going to um, Mexico before this. By the way. Yeah. Really. Wow. No, no, it wasn't on my radar, but because of the COVID regulations, I had to stay there for at least two weeks
1: to gain access to America.
0: Ah. So since I'd been already interested in improving at YOGAN,
1: and- so you were kind of like forced to, uh, forced to explore. Yeah, way. well,
0: I mean, I could have just gone. Well, I'm not going to live with my lovely girlfriend. I but mean... Instead, instead, I went. Okay, I'll book a yoga retreat there.
1: Yeah, and then and then well, it well, went.
0: That sounds nice. So that's what I did. You know, during the pandemic, you know, a little retreat, caked away, doing my yoga, doing my writing, doing my practice, um, see my clients, and then off to, and then off to the states. And then when that broke up, I didn't know what to do. Hmm. So I went back to Mexico and. Uh, and then do you know one I learned a bit more I wasn't very brave with travel so mm-hmm. back then when I went to one area I just stayed there but then as I learned to go from place to place I went oh you don't need to just stay in the place you want. you can branch out you can t- go on a weekend trip you can yeah. hike an excursion there's other villages don't be so insular yes. so it's
1: actually just now step that into I'm into the unknown
0: now that I'm talking about it it makes me see how much it's opened me up
1: yeah to you are. I've known you before you went on that big trip, and you are. I can tell there's a difference in you. Oh wow, that's cool. Yes, you are. You would not be wearing this hoodie if <laughs> uh, if I had known you uh, beforehand. Yeah. I think it 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 grows you as a person mm-hmm. and as a writer. Mm. I think I think you get a lot more out of being a digital nomad than you might think you would.
0: Well, the cold weather definitely makes me seize up a little bit. And, oh yeah. Uh... It makes me less creative. Going
1: back to Florida for the winter. Yeah,
0: and I'm going back to Mexico and then, you know, I'm actually going to Florida twice. Are you? So we might see each other. Nice.
1: That'll be cool. Yeah. All right. Digital Nomads, unite!
0: Unite. So if anyone's in Florida around December or January, we can maybe do the official go-write-yourself meet-up. Yeah,
1: <laughs> <laughs> the official yeah. go-write-yourself uh, festival. Who knows how far the show will be. Yes.
0: Um, and, and, you know, it'll be nice to record in person again after a hiatus. Yeah. We'll be recording as digital nomads. Very so fun. I get, I get, I'm, I think we're coming to the end, but you know, this isn't all there is to say about being a digital nomad there's so a lot we'll more like digital nomad part one we could do part one yeah. yeah part one is good and um, shall we just call it
1: a show i think so excellent yeah.
0: and you guys at home stop listening to this and go write yourself go
1: write yourself